Hey, doorknobs. I'm Ben Gilman, and welcome back to Sky Syndrome podcast. I hope you're well. I'm joined, as always, by a woman who, much like Boris Johnson, her day is coming where she has to answer for her crimes against humanity. In her case, it's like in Lost, it's Helen Carnes. Ha <laughs> ha. The day will come, and I am ready. Brilliant. Hello. Welcome back. Uh, Another woman, Tara Chloe, who will challenge you to a titty slapping match anywhere in the world. Uh, She'll let you slap her titties too. It's Tara Chloe. Hello. (laughs) 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 And the man that earlier checks me that I'm his G, I hope he means great, but I think he means I'm a git. It's Troy Salmon. (laughs) What's up? What's up? Literally, right now, I'm struggling with my Skype right now. Everyone's got the, a custom background. I can't get mine up. I've got some old Skype. I need to upgrade What's my software. What's you and dial-up. I'm on dial-up. A1 right now. It's bad. It's bad out here. It's bad. But how are you guys doing? You guys okay? I'm happy, bruv. I'm officially now on two weeks off. I'm nice. I'm yes. on Christmas mode now. Nice. Speaking yeah, of cheese. It is nice. I've worked hard for this holiday. I'm happy. I'm good. How is you guys? How are you three doing? I'm, I'm good. good. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm energized. I shouldn't be this peppy. But when we get together, it's like a really shit Avengers coming together each week. It's like it's like <laughs> well, it's oh. the defenders of Netflix. It's like which okay. one of you is Iron Fist? I don't know, but it's not me. I'm fucking Luke Cage. I'm Daredevil. No, I'm Daredevil. Hey, Daredevil's tight. Daredevil's yeah, I'm Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. You guys, one of you can be Iron Fist. I don't care which. <laughs> the Punisher. Right, right. I think since watching Hawkeye and Black Widow, I still want to be Yelena, even though she's not officially an Avenger, but she's the best person in any Marvel thing I've seen in ages. Oh my days! Oh yeah, she's she's amazing. She's I've amazing. watched things this week that we can talk about because I know Helen is a big Marvel fan. I know Helen, is a big Marvel Helen. fan. Hi. Hi. she showed up. Hi. Oh, I think yeah. Fun, so this oh, will be fun. That accent's amazing. That accent sounds so good. I just I'm love. Flo- I love. Accent. I love Florence Pugh in anything. Like she's amazing. I'm gonna say now. A Russian accent doesn't turn me on. An Irish accent, no. Got naked. I'm ready. Like I don't know what it is. No, I'm joking. I'm married hey. now. When I was single, <laughs> Irish accent done. Done. If I had to put a bag on it, okay. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. Oh, for I'm joking. <laughs> Irish accent is one of the most sexiest things in the world. I swear to God. Oh uh, yeah, Irish accent. I love Irish accent. Yeah, I love oh, it. it's it's yeah. really yeah. beautiful to listen to an Irish accent. It's, it's, it's flows. For some reason, it just flows. I'm like, oh man, it sounds good. It sounds good. But yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna talk about. But I'm going to go first because I'm just going to get Yeah, you're bubbling over. You're bubbling over with excitement. Yeah, I'm going to start with a show that I'm struggling with. Jessica Jones season two. I, I, I can't I can't even comprehend how season one was so good and season two is so awful. Like, the, the acting is fine. 
But there's, I'm stuck on episode 10 and I'm just not engaged at all. I hate it. I, it's so goddamn boring. There's no villain. There's no structure. It just feels like this is the first time. Yeah, it's a turkey as Tara's putting a dancing turkey on the stage. It's the turkey. I think Iron Fist season one was better. Like, yeah. that at least had something yeah. going for it. Season two of Jessica Jones is fantastically acted. I love the characters, but there's no, we're not going anywhere. It's just. We gave up. We gave up. And I think it's because there's nobody to root for. Like, you, you kind of, in the first series, you kind of rooted for Jessica against Kilgrave and there was a, there was a baddie. So there was like some conflict, but the baddie kind of being her sister was some weird, Serum, I can't remember. Yeah, it's not as Mother. good. Not as good. It's like, yeah, there's nobody to root for. Nobody's particularly likable. Gave up halfway through. Next. I will finish this because I am on a mission to finish all the Marvel seasons because we've. Don't want to. Do you know your Spider Man? Do you know what was released before Spider Man came out? Daredevil was in Spider Man. So that now means the Netflix stuff is all going to come back at some point. Yeah. So I want to watch all of the Marvel stuff before, before because they're going to bring everything back. And I feel like now, except for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which can fuck off, basically, I will watch anything else. Because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't mean jack shit. But, like, with Matt Murdock being allowed back in, Charlie Cox, what a fantastic name, Cock. Cox. Um, multiple, more than one cock. Um, it now means, like, you know, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist. I would love to see Sanchi just kick his fucking head off like a Mortal Kombat fatality and stick his head up his ass after he's kicked it off. Damn. Seriously, nice. Sanchi's fucking cool. I love Sanchi. He's amazing. What a um, movie that was. Great Thank movie. You. Black Widow was okay. Internals? Mmm. Bit shit. But Spider-Man? Yeah. Saw Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I totally say anything. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Oh, um, baby. Um, so I'm also like Jessica Jones. I love the acting. It's brilliant. But I just feel I've heard season three is much better. I'm going to watch Luke Cage season two next because I'm doing them in release order. Demons Iron Fist 2. Demons Daredevil 3. Demons Jessica Jones 3. Then I do the two Punishers. I will finish every Netflix series. I just find it boring. It's okay, but I'm not. She gave up her mum for no reason on episode 10 and 9, and I was just like, why? You were okay with your mum, and all of a sudden you've just given her up for, because the Asian guy told you to do it. What the fuck are we doing here? What? Why is it so boring? This is the best. It was better than Daredevil. Season one was better than Daredevil, for God's sake. I mean, that's a middle finger. I know David Tennant was in it, but you had a focus. I could understand the whole show. Like, I don't understand why Jessica Jones season two is so goddamn sleepy. Nobody to root for. I said it. Yeah. I it. That's it. So, but I want to talk about Loki. Now, I'm talking about Loki because I've gone back because I'm watching all the Marvel stuff that I. He's bringing back the old. Okay, okay, good. I've just done Loki, and I think six episodes is better than six to eight is perfect because anymore. It's very hard to make a story interesting. I'm British. We're all British here, except for Tara. Except She's me. watching enough British shows. We like it here. 
six to eight episodes. Any longer British, than that, we get very tired. British brevity. I'm not saying I love the fact now that most American shows do this eight to six to eight episode thing, not the British, because the days of twenty-two episode seasons of your supernatural Jenny Buffies have gone now. Thank God, because it used to joke, I can't do those shows anymore. I'm doing it for loss, but that is the last time I'm ever doing a show like that. Because, <laughs> like, my God, like, there's nothing more boring. Um, this is the problem with the Netflix shows. 13 episodes is too long. Like, I mean, I said one division at the start of the year was three episodes too long. It, it was a bit wanky. It just needed to do six episodes and get out of town. And uh, I love Winter Soldier and the Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Fantastic. Six episodes in and out. Thank you very much. And they've done it again with Loki. I love Tim Hiddleston. Um, I know that they've technically gone back on a death. And I know some people were really pissed off about that. It's like, it's, a death should mean death. But really, come on. This is a great show. It's got Luke, um, what is it? Uh, Owen Wilson in it. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's great. He shows that he can play in just more than a funny man. Yeah, he can. Um, I'm a big fan of him. I just love the fact that he gets pulled into a time agency and he meets a female version of himself and he kisses his female version self. It's a bit freaky. Like that's a bit weird. It's like me kissing another Ben, who's a female. It's a bit weird. Um, but I love how. We see Richard E. Grant. Yes, as the almost like the classic having Loki the as well. time <laughs> of his life. When I yes. saw the Loki's went, oh, they start talking, and Richard E. Grant has got a very distinctive voice. I'm like, hold on, on the train on the way home, like people are like, what, what the fuck is going on, on this iPad? It's like, I actually said out loud, is that it? No. My my favorite bit was when they were all in the one of the waiting rooms and the the uh, it was when they'd all met up with the very the Loki variants and yeah. they were playing the Mike Flowers version of Wonderwall in the bowling alley. I thought that that was yeah. just <laughs> yeah, you really really just that touch just made me so happy. Yeah, <laughs> I love how the 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 sci-fi eighties music is in the background the whole time. Oh, that that intro and oh, that one of the greatest intros I've ever made. That intro is insane. And the, so I'm coming by her name, who who made it as composer. She's she's awesome. She made that intro fire. The soundtrack of that show is incredible. So Helen's seen this, right? Loki. Yeah. Yeah. yeah On the low down, you've seen the Loki. I've seen you, the Loki. Very, very, very Loki. Yeah, I'm terrible this week. Um, I'm keeping it Loki. Yes, I am. I made I, that joke already with my partner. He groaned very loudly. <laughs> but I actually, I, I actually said I'm Loki enjoying it. Oh my gosh, no, Loki enjoying it. Oh, I mean, I have got young Loki, kid Loki, who was in the Young Avengers. I don't know if they're bringing back, but he was in the lineup of the Young Avengers in the comics. So there's another. Young Avenger. So you've got the grandfather of the black Captain America, the grandson who becomes Patriot. You've got the Wanderers' kids. Hawkeye's obviously dealing with Kate Bishop. And I'm guessing Miss Marvel will introduce, and Doctor Strange has got another one, um, the Latina um, magician, Miss America. So they're all slowly putting down all the uh, Young Avengers for us to look at. So that's that's exciting. 
Um, I thought they dealt with Kane the Conqueror really well. They don't say it's him, but it's him. I've checked the list. It was, it was, inter- it was interesting the way they did it because I know the character, so it was yeah. interesting the way they did it. I love it because so. what happens is one, I know my comics, Kane the Conqueror is a pain in the ass for anyone to deal with. One. Now you've got multiple motherfuckers coming through. I can't wait with the multiverse spanning out. This is the next Avengers villain, I think. This is the next time these Avengers come together. Could be this guy. Because the Marvel Universe takes a long time to get to somewhere. But with all these TV shows and the films coming together now, they can move things along quicker, I think, hopefully. I think Kang will be the next Marvel, the next Avengers level villain and they all need to come together to kick his ass. He's a famous level character, definitely in the comics. So, multiple versions of that, infinite inversions. I I almost creep my pants on the train, man. I'm just like, as a comic book fan, I'm like, oh yes, that's that that is going to be a big enough threat for him. I'm, just, I'm surprised that just you know, I just like, I'm done. This is a great show. Um, a lot of people complained, ah, oh, the female version. Uh, here we go, men men getting pushed away. Not really. It shows a human side to Loki, because they kind of rebooted him from the films. He's back to Avengers Loki. They humanised him again. Gave him a love story with himself from another version. Love Crocodile Loki. That guy should get his own spin-off. Oh, I'd watched, I'd watched eight episodes of Crocodile Loki for sure. Crocodile Loki, that means what the hell have you seen? Oh, means, uh, Crocodile Loki. I love it. I, and I love Richard E. Grant's rocking the classic Loki outfit. I was like, that is some fan service right there. That's how Loki should be powerful. I'm looking forward to where they go. And I do like how Marvel keep changing it up. Right. Mm. The I ending wish we could pretend internals didn't happen. Yeah, that yeah, scrub that scrub that from but my memory. I was gonna say it that happens thing. occasionally. You get a four two, you get uh, a movie that isn't great. But Marvel are still exciting me with their choices, like Wanda with what she's doing with the multiverse and Doctor Strange next year and Spider-Man now. And like, I'm excited to see what they're doing going forward and the new characters they're putting in. It's still a great universe. They're very careful. Mm. And all the Disney Plus stuff next year. Nine nine new shows. Yeah. I'm looking I'm looking that, forward to House of Harkness, I think is probably the one I'm looking forward to the most. I can't wait. I can't wait for Armor Wars, Secret Invasion, like Miss Marvel. Because these are cool characters. I'm looking forward to the diversity and I think it's gonna be great. Black Panther 2 next year, I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to um oh my god, there's so much stuff I'm looking forward to. I mean, some people complain, oh I want Avengers again, but Eternals is the only firing miss. The, the one that everyone agrees is shit out of all those films and TV shows. Yeah, the only misfire really, isn't it? And Shield, we don't like Shield. But like, Thanks for Shield, though. <laughs> Thanks for Shield, yeah. First couple of seasons were good, other than that, it just died off. Um, and I'm just going to quickly talk about why we're doing that. By the way, Tim, Tim, um, Tom Hunterstone has fantastic hair. Um, yeah, you know, it's just awesome how he parts it. When I get my hair growing out a bit, I'm going to try and do the Loki like a little bit of like wavy hair. Anyway, um, nightmare fuel. Um, I also want to talk about a show on Netflix called The Stranger. Oh, okay. Tell us more. 
which is better than Harlan Copen um, uh, book. He's a great author. Oh, uh, hang on, this is another one where I've watched it and I've forgotten that I've watched it. Okay. When you said Harlan Corbin, yes, I have seen it. I've downloaded the theme tune because it's a really good theme tune um, in the beginning. Um, it's based, Originally, the book was in America. I haven't got around to reading this, this, this book yet, but I'm a big fan of his novels. He's like a really good thriller writer. Um, and between um, the works in, where I live in Ilford and my libraries nearby, I've managed to get most of his books borrowed or bought. Very cheap, so I'm very happy. Um, <laughs> he should give me ten percent of all his sales for the rest of time. Um, I'm serious right now. Um, so basically, it's about. A, I'm trying to find. Remember the um, the character's name. Hold on a second. Adam Price. So we find out that um, he's a family man. He's watching his son at football, and a stranger in the cap comes up and tells him. Um, basically, you should leave your you should have left your wife when she faked her pregnancy. Basically, yeah. which leads to Domino. I know that one, yeah. I, know. I watched, You've it. watched it, fantastic. Two of you have watched this bit, so I've got to sell it to Troy now. Brilliant, yeah. But there are so many dominoes. This stranger is going around asking for 10 grand, blackmailing everyone. And the, the great thing is, they can. I'm not going to give too many spoilers because it is so loaded with stuff and it hits a cliffhanger really well. Because ah, okay. it was originally set in America, but they brought it to England and it's got so many good actors in it. And like, I didn't know which way it was going to go. I do feel like it's a bit too connected, though. There is a lot of red herrings. Oh, too much, too much clues, yeah. So many. Every time I thought I knew what was going on, Helen will know what I'm talking about. The, there's a body yeah. in a house that I thought was a certain character that goes missing. Yeah. And the character that is the person that did the thing, I don't believe it for a second. It felt a bit like a cop-out. I found the <laughs> ending was a bit didn't quite land the ending. I think Tara and Helen seem to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the finale yeah. with the gun and everything. I was like a bit oh, okay, okay. wet fart. Yeah. And... I mean, I think if anybody's read a load of yeah. mystery books, then you kind of know that there's going to be at least one red herring. Oh, there was like 75 red herrings in this. Yeah, and there and was a, quite a lot. <laughs> Jeez, that's a lot. It's good though because it always smacks you on the bottom. But much like a Chris Chimble Doctor Who season finale, it left you wanting more. Yes, I will keep putting Doctor Who in every goddamn okay. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris Chibnall. I hope you listen to this and you cry. Right, anyway. So, um, sorry, I'm just going off on him. Um, it's really well acted. Um, I am. I like the fact it was set in, not in London, it was set in, like, the countryside a little bit. And um, I don't know where it was set, but it was definitely not London. And um, yeah. the strange... Helen, Helen Tara, you what... Helen, I, sorry, Tara, you do makeup while we're talking here. It's not makeup, it's skincare. It smells great, by the way. Still, okay, fine. I'll let you go, you're, you're, you're weird. <laughs> I'm joking, though. Um, 
Helen and Ty, you both watched the show. Did you feel like yeah. the stranger was fleshed out enough? The person, the yeah. stranger herself? I don't know. I mean, I think these things are always of a, like, they're always follow a quite similar pattern. So if you've watched one of them, you can kind of fill in the gaps yourself. But if you've never watched or read, like, a detective novel, I think mm. it might be a little bit like, or sorry, watched a film or a series made out of a detective novel or read a detective novel, then I think you're going to might be a bit confused or a bit like maybe this needs more. But I think if you know the genre, then it's, yeah, it's it's pretty standard. Yeah. I mean, it's exceptional. Yeah, it's good, but it's standard for a detective story. I just felt like at the beginning they didn't spend a lot of time with her and I was worried that they were just going to have her last minute like reveal why she did it. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, I don't feel like she has enough justification for it and her relationship to certain characters was laughable for me. I thought, yeah, I could, come on now. Let's make it better than this. This is shit. You won't um, believe it. <laughs> but then he didn't write the the, the uh, adaption it was someone else so that's her fault not his yeah um, but yeah it's it's one of those things where you watch it and you think it's good and then when you take a step back and think about it you're like okay yeah maybe there was a few holes in that or maybe i didn't really understand that motivation but yeah i think that can be down to adaptation and acting as much as it is down to the source material so if you never like lemurs or apacas there's a great bit where there's just a head in the road there's a great red hair in there. I love all that. Um, they they spit at people. I got spat on my alpaca on my holiday once. I hate the fuckers. Oh, gosh. Uh, I hate alpacas. They're nasty little fuckers, really. Um, so, I, I can't remember. I think it was Egypt. I got spat by an alpaca. And I just thought, you little. <laughs> anyway, so um, that's what I'm going to talk about. It's a mini series. It ends in one season. They made it very clear. Um, but go read uh, Harlan Coben's books as well. They're doing um, one at the end of the month. I can't remember. It's six years? Or is it? I will remember this while we're talking. Someone's picked, I'll bring it back up. But he did, he's got a deal with Netflix where all his, most of his books get adapted. And it's also um, Safe is another one of his miniseries yeah. on Netflix. And I like that. I like that. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my list now. Um, lots of his stuff is going to get adapted. Unlike, but the good news is, unlike Adam Sandler, Netflix deal, this is good stuff, not shit. <laughs> solid. No, right. Solid pick. It's not bad. It's just the ending's a bit of a wet fart for me. Safe is the one with Emmett Scanlon, in it, is it? Isn't it? I don't know. Because I've not watched the trailer. I just know. Um, I'm a big whore. I'm a Harlan Coben whore. More than I'm more of a whore of his books than Ross and Toby's ass. <laughs> I will go with that. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's... Maybe, maybe Russell Russell Toby should get his ass out in one of these adaptions so that we can just like it's the best show ever. Ten out of ten. Actually, it's got it's got Emmett Scanlon in it, but he's not the main character. But there is one with Emmett. as well with him. Oh my God, the two perfect booties together go run together like peaches. Don't know what I'm doing now. I don't know, but there is one. But there's a a murder mystery starring Emmett Scanlon as one of the main characters. That's really, really good. 
but I don't know if it's a Harlan Coben one. But I, I'll, I'll, I will get back to you on that one. Okay. Go watch that. That's me, Dan. The Stranger. It's Netflix. Go watch it. And it didn't get... People... People say it was cancelled. It wasn't cancelled. It was a limited series. It was always yeah, it's limited, limited yeah, series. It's, it's it's based on one book, so it's never going to be yeah. So but Troy, I'm selling it to you mostly. If you like behind her eyes, it's that level, but just the ending's not as good as behind her eyes, where it went to another level. Of, oh my that god, ending was, that ending was incredible. Behind her eyes, that, it was a good show, and then that ridiculously good or bad ending, depending on who you speak to. Ben, it was like, back, oh back. my god, it's like that. <laughs> Helen, it looks like she knows what we're talking about there, by the way. No, I didn't. I missed it. What were you, what were you talking about? Behind her eyes. Oh, behind her eyes, yeah, batshit. Yeah. Bat <laughs> it's so good, batshit. And it didn't lie because it was putting the clues in the whole way through. They, they were ready for that. The murder my, mystery. My wife, off, my wife told me off of swearing. I was like, that is some good shit. <laughs> like, damn it. Well done. Stop swearing. I'm sorry. I'm passionate. Maybe you should watch some bad shows. That's her advice. Maybe you should watch some bad shows so you can be quiet. The, the murder mystery starring Emmett J. Scanlon that I was thinking about is called The Deceived, which I think is also on Netflix, which is worth a look. Oh, The Deceived. Sounds familiar. It's about a woman who falls in love with a university lecturer and all is not what it seems. He is in safe, but the main actor in safe is um Dexter Morgan, the guy that plays Dexter Michael C. Hall, doing a very oh. convincing English accent. Oh snap, he's in that. Yeah. Okay. Which is another Harlan Coben one, I think. I'm not sure if the deceived is a Harlan Coben one. Deceived. Okay. There we go. So, well, who would like to go next? I'm sorry it took up 25 minutes there, but I, I, I normally don't talk much. I hey, don't worry about it. Like, yes. Loki was good, and uh, just because you're sending me to sleep, it's good if you want to sleep. And um, The Stranger was really good. I was excited up until episode eight. I was a bit, uh, uh, oh, oh, it's like a deflating balloon. One massive fart of an ending. Okay. But okay. I don't get why someone wants to fake their pregnancy, you know. <gasps> he hasn't seen it. You can't. Ah, oh! yeah. But Sorry, she... but. But the bitch yeah. lied the whole way through, so she deserved what she got. That's yeah. That's but you ever think that why would someone do that? That that's the one thing they never explain her thinking behind that, and I wish that they had done something with that character because. I kind of feel like that was unanswered. I would really have loved to know what was her thinking behind it. And they don't go there. And it's a bit disappointing. Yeah, they don't really explain. She doesn't really explain why she does it. She says she did it for fun, basically. And I'm like, what fun does it have? You know what? They should have put those school kids and fucked them off in the corner so that they can just... The plot, there's nothing important going on in there. If you're taking the school kids out and just shut them and lock them in the basement or something so that they can't interfere with the plot, you could have given more time to that. See, that's where I would have tightened it. There's too many characters keep going on. There's too many lies going on. And it's just like, I'm thinking, right, is this going anywhere? That's mm. the problem with it. 
I would give it seven. I would give it a seven point five. It's decent enough. That's that's a pretty good score. It's not bad. It's hard and cop cop band. Decent for the yeah, it's pretty good. Like I'm, I'm going to read all of his books for free from the libraries. I know, so I'm happy. Wait, <laughs> we just said it. I'm going to read it for free. I'm a big fan of his stuff. He's really good. And then when you realise that his books are all get adapted by Netflix, it's it's a win-win. Because yeah, they are pretty good. Yeah. I might not be saying this in a couple of years when we've done twenty-five of the goddamn series, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, who wants to go next? Because this is the half an hour of Ben, and I think it's time to move on. Right. So we're just going to highlight the best of 2021, right? That is on a New Year's special. Yeah. In two weeks. Okay, maybe I'll go next. Right. Go, on. go for it. Go on. Right. So uh, yesterday, I'm not sure if it's worldwide, but over here, um, The Witcher 2 was released on Netflix. Oh my gosh, The Witcher, the Witcher 2! Oh, 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 I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. Hold! The whole uh, noise. I don't even yeah. know if you can hold noise. Hold on. You've already oh, watched season 2. No, oh, I haven't. I, I just saw the trailer. But, oh, okay, okay. So, 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 see the episode. You cocktails. You fucking cocktails. Let's talk about season one. Say that's why you're so tired. I just main nine ten episodes. Oh my! I'm ready. Superman's okay. got a nice ass. Right. So okay. Yeah, let's talk about The Witcher. You know. Mm-hmm. So The Witcher starts with an overly buff guy on what we call in the Japanese term bara. God, yeah, an overly buff guy yeah. called Gerald or Rivia. Gerald. Who's apparently <laughs> Superman in another universe. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, apparently <laughs> Superman in another universe. And he meets yeah. this chick called Jennifer. And he has an adopted daughter called Siri. Not the iPhone Siri, but, you know, just Siri. Yeah, I like Siri. Yeah, Siri yes. awesome. And he has a horse. I, I forgot what the horse name is. Do you remember? Mr. Horse? There's a horse. He a horse. Mr. Ed? Mr. Carrot? Carrot lover? Yeah. And then there's Jaskier, uh, pretty much a court jester who loves to bust. Going to your witcher, Valley, your Yeah. Troy's got a massive erection now because he's got the word witch in the title. No. He's okay, trying so to hide it, I can tell. Okay, okay, okay. It's right. a man, Troy. It's a man. How do you feel now? So what? basically, The Witcher is based on uh, Eastern European folklore where all those monsters, those random yeah. monsters, what is in Ben's background? Those are M&Ms, I guess. Okay, yeah, so uh, it's based on Eastern European folklore where those random monsters come up. And then Gerald's task is to kill all the monsters. But he's a monster himself, though. And witches, supposedly, if you go back historically and, and explore the origins of witches, in a way, they are man-made to be supernatural human beings. Yep. Yeah, Okay. Based off the games, well, I need to play the games as well because literally. Yeah, I played the games. Okay, so many words in, in the show. That yeah. You know, when I first saw The Witcher season one, I was like, "What the heck is going on?" When I first saw it, I was like, "They're saying all these words, they're going to all these places, and they're expecting you to understand where the heck's going on after time in the first part of the season." And then yeah. slowly I started to pick up on it, but even then, it's still kind of tough if you're if you're not that kind of person who picks up on stuff very quickly, you can get lost easily. Yeah, and I think. Mm. Where's Ben? 
<laughs> okay, right. Hello, what did I miss? I went to okay. You missed, the fact that, you missed the fact that Gerald is Superman as well. And mm, he does have some big ass man titty, yo. <laughs> well, he is. Hold on, let me do the Superman pose. Superman! He has shit pit his tits up into the camera. Him and Russ, if you were to build a man, a man. guy's huge. Talking about Henry Cavill, right? Hold on. So if you chest, I don't even know bottom. It must be Toby's bottom figure, right? Like a full bottom. Okay, okay. So basically, we're talking about Henry Cavill. I believe he's a countryman of you guys, right? He's British, right? He's a good actor. Yeah, he's a fellow countryman of you guys. Shit, right? shit DC have made him seem boring, but he's a damn good actor. Actually. Very underrated. Very underrated. Very underrated. Yeah, the man from Uncle, and he's most probably going to be the next James Bond. He's great, Harry Campbell. I, I, I'm not hearing yep. it. He's jacked as fuck, yo. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, let's talk about the other characters. What do you think about the horse? I don't. I I've played the game. The horse. I killed the horse every time because the horse. Fire to that effing horse. That horse never. Oh. Went, the, the bitch never went the way I wanted it to go. So I set fire to the horse and walked everywhere. Well, I don't know how the horse actually tolerates Gerald's weight. He'd be like, Gerald, you're too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I've been broken this podcast while I was away. Yeah, she's just broke the podcast. Okay, let's talk about the wig. The wig is not a problem. People are going about the wig. The wig, the wig, the wig's not great, but yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. I watched. Okay. I don't know. Bebop. Bebop's Faye Valentine's wig is terrible on that, and uh, okay. that's a bad wig. That this wig is pretty bad, but the acting is amazing. Like okay, what I've seen right. Can we talk about the fact that I bet or believe Gerald doesn't really bathe? Oh my god, so this is, this is a horny <laughs> podcast now. No, I'm serious. You know, I my team like wearing the same clothes, probably the same underwear as well, and just traveling through the forest with the forest with horse. And I'm like, dude, don't you ever bathe? You look smelly, yo. It's the middle eight. It's it's that time when they didn't have baths and stuff like we have now. We've got to kind of cut them to slack. They're going to smell a little bit, these people, medieval times. But you have to bathe, yo. You know there's such thing as fleas? You have to. Like, you're, you're never going to get in Lord of the Rings, Frodo and whatever the other guy's name, having yeah. a bath together and rubbing each other's shoulder with lotion. <laughs> or Merlin and Arthur and Merlin having a bath together. Because they don't have baths much in that time. Or well, Xena and Gabriel and Xena. Wait, they did that. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, oh, wait, wait, hold on, then. Wait, go back, go back, go back. Yes. Yeah, they did that a lot. You I did that a lot. What about fleas, yo? And high See, fleas. Game of Thrones? <laughs> it is possible for that to happen. Oh, gross. Anyway, yeah, let's talk about Yennefer. Oh, yeah, I know the characters from the games. I don't know them from the show. I know I, I know who you're talking about. Mm, but I kind of wish that Eva Green would have played Yennefer because to me she's like a real life Yennefer, to be honest. Okay. She's a good actress. 
Yeah, she, she does look like a real-life Yennefer. She fits the exact description and everything, but I, I heard that they couldn't really afford, like, two A-list actors, Henry Cavill and Eva Green at the same time, because they have to, you know, give a salary to Henry Cavill. And it's expensive. Henry Cavill's audition was, I'm Superman. Why do you think you're going to get the part, I'm Superman? Mm. I'm Superman. <laughs> I'm leaving DC now, I'm Superman. I'm Superman. Got the big man titty, yo. Where do you see yourself in a couple of years? I'm going to be in a Marvel movie. Okay. Lucy right. Slacks. I hate Ben Affleck. He tried to cheat on me with my wife. He tried to steal my wife. Okay, okay. And let's talk about the fact that Gerald and Yennefer keep banging. Okay. Okay, okay. When, when, and when, in the game, they actually bang on a horse, if I'm not wrong. Why does he keep going back to this fucking horse? <laughs> Has he got a better ass than Russell Toby? Is this, this is what we're coming to in this podcast now? To be honest, I do think Henry Cavill may have a better ass than Russell Toby. You know, from here get, get out, you slap. Get out, get out. No! <laughs> But Henry Cavill is your fellow countryman too. He's British, isn't it? Oh no, is he English? No, he is English. He is. I'm gonna go and you know. You lot can have him. When you say countryman, I should say this for English. I should say this for um. He is a British. I've corrected people. Uh, Andrew Garfield is Scottish, so he is Scottish Spider-Man, and Tim Holland is my countryman. Now, I can't speak for Helen or Troy and how they feel. Is Andrew I... Garfield Scottish? Yes, he is. Henry William Dalglish Kevin is a British Shit. actor. Okay. Ah, I've got that wrong. He no, he looks like Andy Mur- Murray. Sorry, Andrew Garfield is English. Oh. Actually, actually, Andrew Garfield was born in America. He's an Ameri- he was born in Los Angeles and he came to English Britain stuff. at a young age. Helen, do you consider English people your countrymen or do you think that we are neighbours? Interesting question. Well, it's it's a bit different for me because I'm half English. Oh. I, I, it offends me when people call Britain, England, Britain. Yeah, we're separate countries, but we are collectively but, together. Yeah. I would say yeah. that. If, if they say that somebody's English who's not English, I kind of get a bit, actually, that person's not English, yeah. British. I have to correct a lot of people on this. So Henry Cavill is my countryman because he's English. I was born he's in English. English. Let's look at his place of birth, okay? It is... Oh, my okay. God. What? How good is the show, Tara, except for Henry Cavill's body? Give me uh, something. I can't okay. believe that. Right. I can't believe okay. the audience have missed out on the demonstration of Henry Cavill's butt. Oh. Next week, Troy won't be here for the Christmas special. He's talking about butts. Why don't you talk about some women's asses, Troy? That makes you a really sexy. How about Jennifer's ass, woman's ass? Let's talk about Jeff Lawrence's ass in Hunger Games. Let's balance this out. She's got an ass. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Jeff Lawrence's ass. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Right. I have to balance it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, right. So, yeah, my friend, the TD man, said he loves Henry Cavill. I can see why. And, okay, so other than that, let's talk about Jess Gear. Like and- there's more airtime than Russell Toby's ass. This is TD man. <laughs> Okay. Ever since we brought you on this fucking podcast, Titty Man's got more airtime than Boris Johnson giving announcements about <laughs> COVID. Gee whiz. Oh, uh, he can't. Uh, Boris Johnson, you're a cunt. Anyway, let's keep going. Titty Man would be infinitely better at running this country, I think. 
Oh, he would be happy. My grandma is dead would be better at running this country than you would be happy to hear that. How about Harry Cavill for for PM for the UK? (laughs) Gerald as your PM, yo. Absolutely more qualified than the one we have right now. So, yeah, bring it on. That's not hard, is it, to be fair, though? It's not hard to be fair. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, so overall, I really like the show. It was, I think it's actually... What is the show about besides a horse's bottom? Okay, I told you, you were missing when when I was talking about it. Yeah, you missed it. Yeah, based on Eastern European folklore, and all those monsters are based on Eastern European folklore. So they need a witcher back in the medieval days to kill the monster. So that's basically what the story is about. And Gerald is kind of like a monster because he's a man-made, witches are man-made. To kill monsters specifically. Yes, yeah. it's basically boy Buffy, but in the olden days. Yeah. See, yeah. when you spoke about the Witcher, I went to the toilet because I know you're going to talk about the backstory, which I've already heard from the video game. So I was like, right, this is a toilet break. I'm gone. No. I'm back. And you talk about horses' buttocks. So yeah, yeah interesting time. Yeah. So pretty much it. I think it focuses on Eastern Europe. Not sure is it Sech or Slovakia or one of those countries. Maybe you guys know better than me. And um, I pretty much liked it. I like it actually. It was very well. Yeah. I think the graphics are pretty very well made though. Yeah. Oh, okay. How many titties out of five does it get? How many what? How many titties out of five are you, are you screwing this? I'm going to give it a uh, four. Four titties out of five. That's pretty high titties. That's porn star titties almost. That's, that's... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Titty high praise. Not that I know what a porn star looks like because I'm a married man. So. Okay. Yeah. Just, just so I don't get in trouble with anyone that listens to this podcast. Cool. No, I haven't watched season two yet, and I'm shit. Sorry, I dropped something. Uh, yeah. That's right. I'm gonna watch it. Are you watching? Yeah, I had to rewatch season one so I can watch season two because it literally just dropped. Yeah. It's on so my list of things. But we run real quick. I watched it already, but I need to refresh myself just to you know, yep. get season two. So. It's I'm on not. my list. Mm-hmm. I, to be Definitely honest, watch it. Yeah. we come I mean, back uh, yeah. because I'm going to peer behind the curtain because of the next two episodes are going to be Christmas themed and New Year's best of 2021. Mm-hmm. I'm going to spend the next three weeks just bombarding myself with loads of new shows and Witcher is on that list and I'm just going to go watch so much stuff because yep. I have the whole three weeks I have two weeks off with nothing to do so when we reconvene in January yeah, a whole yeah. hour of me talking about all the shows and you guys are going to get ten minutes each and that's the end of the podcast that's, that, that's what we're doing okay and do not forget do not miss out the bathtub scene of Henry Cavill why do we have to become the butt review show? Butt TV. We'll just quit butt TV. We'll talk about the butts. We don't talk about the show. Juicy butt syndrome. Butt syndrome. Yeah, butt syndrome. Describe <laughs> butt syndrome. <laughs> Troy won't be here. It's me, Tara and Henry, rating the asses of men and women. Oh, wow. In titties. In titty butt show. I can, I can, I can <laughs> rate arses. I'll do that. That sounds like a fun game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this podcast is so good. Just wish that the custard evergreen is Jennifer. Because Jennifer was meant for her. But, you know, they couldn't pay her. So, yeah. So, Troy or Helen, do you have any butts in your shows that you want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) I'll let Helen go. Yeah, yeah, I'm done for mine now. I need to recover. I need to recover. Just if you don't, it's a nice ass. I would. 
No, but but I did um, mention Michael C. Hall earlier on, so that is going to give you a little hint as to what I'm talking about. I'm going to go with a bit of a theme here. I'm going to go with reboots that I have been watching on Now TV. So I have been watching Dexter New Blood and and just like that, the Sex and the City reboot. Oh. So um, the new That's Dexter, Dexter New Blood, I, I, I'm cautious, I was cautious when I began watching it because like most people who love Dexter, we've had our heart broken once and we're not going to be really sure if we want to have it broken again. You know, the the finale was um, famously not great. Yeah, yeah, a little bit dog shit. So Dexter New Blood catches up with Dexter, um, like, since the end of the original series. He's living in Alaska under a, a new name, working in a gun shop. Uh, his new name is Jim Lindsay, which I would probably be very sure is a shout out to Jeff Lindsay, who wrote the books, but I don't know. And um, he is living a kind of really small town life and just enjoying it and having his little quiet time. And then all is not what it seems in this quiet Alaskan village. So um, there's a little bit of a a little bit of an undertone going on that is kind of reminds me of like early Twin Peaks. That whole kind of this very weird town in very North America is very, very strange and there's lots of weird people kind of way. But there's a lot of kind of shady tycoons in the area. Like there's a there's a big man on campus and a, his father that both seem to be up to no good and seem to be a bit wrong and a bit of wrongings. So um, I'm lots of new faces coming back as well over the. I'm not going to give any spoilers about who comes back, but um, I think people who like the original are going to be pleasantly surprised at who turns up just because it's, it's it. None of it feels shoehorned in like it's always. I mean, there's a couple of contrived coincidences, but like everybody who comes back, it's not just oh look, it's so and so's guest episode. It's it it drives the plot on and it's really needed for something. So yeah. I am. Um, gone from cautiously optimistic to genuinely enjoying Dexter New Blood. So if you have a chance to watch it, do that. And Sex in the City, just like that. I don't know. I think it's called a new chapter of Sex in the City and just like that. Would you like me just to bring my wife onto this podcast so you can talk about it and I'll just go in the background for half an hour? Um, if she wants to, I mean, <laughs> that's fair enough. But I mean, I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it's just basically catching up with everybody who are now in their 50s and enjoying life and um, how the the women from Sex and the City fit into a kind of a bit more of a, a changing world and how they used to be like had the fingers on the pulse and now they've been a little bit left behind and are not the kind of cultural touchstones that they used to be. And um, it's just really interesting, actually, just to watch to see how the characters fit in and how much things have changed. So, like, some of the things are, like, really obvious. So, like, Miranda's decided that corporate law is not for her, so she wants to kind of get into human rights law. Samantha still is very much like a wife and a mother, but her girly girliness is being kind of challenged somewhat by her children, which is a really interesting way to go. Um and Samantha's been written out, obviously, because she didn't want to come back because she hated all the actresses. And they're um, 
enjoying getting a few digs in at her I think which feels a little bit unnecessary but is also very very fun to watch so yeah um starts out with an interesting premise the first episode is a bit of a shocker big mass absolutely huge spoilers I'm not going to give you any of them but it's um once you kind of realize what's going to happen it becomes very very obvious that it's going to happen within the first kind of half of the episode you're like okay they're laying a few things down here that might come up later and um all I will say is that if I was the person that said that worked for Peloton that said yes you can use our product in your show I would demand to have seen the script first why (laughs) and that's all I'm going to say on the matter because anything else is a massive spoiler I'm interested but, because I'm not a fan, but I would like to know why you would like to see the script first. I'll I'll tell you once we finish recording. Okay, off off camera. Okay. I'll tell you off camera just so there's no spoilers. But um, yeah. So actually worth a look. So yeah. Um, two reboot seem to be worth a watch so far. I mean, Sex and the City is never going to be any kind of really challenging viewing but it is interesting to see like something that was so groundbreaking at the time actually being left behind a little bit like one of the because Carrie's got a podcast now so um that's what she's doing and the host says to her that she needs to be a bit more direct when she talks about sex and she's kind of a bit like oh what and like you had a sex column for years and years and years like but what is kind of normal to talk about now is not what was normal to talk about when the first sex in the city was out so yeah it's interesting in that way and yeah i'm excited to see where dexter goes i've got an idea where it's going but um i'm not going to look too far ahead but i am excited about that one dexter morgan's gonna kill you <laughs> I because Boris Johnson. That'd be that really good episode. And that's the thing, though, isn't it? Like that was what's so good about the first series of Dexter is like, yeah, you you did think, oh, I couldn't possibly cheer on a serial killer. Like by the end, halfway through season one, you were like, gone. Yeah, <laughs> I'm starting to feel like gone, Dex. Get him, get him, get him, get him, get him off, get him off. At this point. Get that brown jersey on. Get the cling film out and sort this situation out right now, young man. <laughs> Iconic Blue Gold was back. Let's go. The sheets. Ready. Ready for that, man. I, I used to wanna... love it when he came in in that, like, that brown V-neck with the buttons on it and these cargo trousers because you knew that some shit was going to go down. Yeah, he knew. Man's got the gloves on him. Man's like, he's got the gloves on him. Like, yeah, he's ready. He's ready. He's got his syringe ready. He's got the syringe. got the syringe ready. <laughs> That was the one. But I think that was iconic. I was like, I, I, I kid you not. I was like, I, I felt so bad afterwards. I was like, oh my days. I felt like just getting some latex gloves and do it real, just do it to someone real quick. I just want to do it to someone. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was taking someone down real quick, but no, I'm good. I'm good. But I've recovered. I've recovered from those days. But yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Excellent. So that's that's me for the, for this week. Yeah. Ooh. Lovely. Thank you, Helen. I got a round of applause. That was lovely. I enjoyed that. I appreciate your podcast each week. Thank you. And you're not rating the horses' asses like Tara does now. <laughs> Tara, Tara, Ben, you deserve it too. You deserve it as well. You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve it. 
What a bunch of pricks we are here. So, congratulations. <laughs> let's just, yeah, let's just pat ourselves in the back for 10 minutes. That's going to make excellent. We're doing 18 now. This is episode 89. I mean, I mean, at this point, why don't we pass? <laughs> Still here. I'm doing some muscle jumper real quick. Some muscle, some muscle. Jumper. Jumper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just off in the back. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the devil. I'm the devil. I'm the devil. That was iconic. You can't beat that, that level. That's that fan thought it was real. That, you can't beat that version. Champa, you're the fucking devil. I am. That was like, come on, bro. It's, it's wrestling. You don't need to get that into you wrestling. Beat, you can't beat that. It's just too come high. Now. That ball was too high. It's acting. Come on. Oh, way too high. Um, but uh, let's see now. Let's see. Detroit, what, 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 what have you got for us to end us to? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go too crazy. So, uh, end us. That's a long one. It's going to be bad. That's a long one. So, so how is Hawkeye? How is Hawkeye? Oh, I was going to get second. Let me go on it first. I was going to do that last. Ben brought it up. Let's do it. So, let's do it. Ben brought it up. Okay. So, let's hit that one off first. So, first pick. I'm gonna just re just do a recap of just like just so far. Hawkeye, you know. And, and Helen bro, I thought it was probably your lady that the, the most one of the most iconic entrances this show with a superhero. Oh Yelena. Cooking, cooking some food, cooking some food in the back, you know, just, just like doing a quick quick fry up, you know. Her in the back. What's she even making? What's she making, Helen? I don't know what Yelena was. It was mac and cheese. She loves it with the hot sauce. A quick mac and cheese, you know? Yeah. But um, but yeah, so you later, man. So so good. Just rocking up on Kate Bishop real quick. Just giving her, just threatening her just a little bit, saying just to stay out of her way. I'm calling her up. Kate Bishop. Yes. Iconic. Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. If I was, if I was just saying it, really, 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 Again. You, I'm, I'm your daddy. No, don't do the repeat. Daddy, <laughs> this is the doctor. We're going to bring. No, that's Scottish. No, don't yeah, do that. I was going to say you're going for Scottish. Yeah, yeah. Hello, Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> you, this is the doctor, and she's now in the Marvel Universe because you know BBC got bought by Disney. Yeah, we're going to do Doctor Who with the Avengers. She's going to die soon. We've got a much better actor coming in. And it's like, what do you do? I so feel like David Tennant comes across and just because you don't go kill Grave. Yeah, just keep going. Stop. Stop oh me. Go and try. Talk about Hawkeye. Oh sorry. Stop it. All right. So yeah, as I said before, Elaine rocks up trying to get revenge for her sister as um her boss, which is gonna be tied into Secret Wars. This was that's gonna come in at some point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm that. sorry, what? Hey, it's gonna tie in there. I ain't gonna say too much. I ain't gonna say too much, but yeah, that's uh her boss is gonna tie into Secret Wars. So I know what Secret Wars is, but how does it tie into Secret Wars? Like, hey, I can't say too much. If I say it, it's gonna be a spoiler, but it's gonna come for later on down the line. Stuff. Hey, Ben, it's gonna tie in. When you watch the rest of them, it's gonna tie in. I will get to Hawkeye next week and yes. we'll talk about yes, Infinite Christmas special. So yeah, so to Yelena, as I said before, Roxy to Kate Bishop said to stay out of the way. Hey, I'm trying to get Clint, as you saw last episode. She was in the, in the fight, in a triple threat with Maya, Clint, and herself. And Kate Bishop rocked up just to ruin, ruin it, ruin the triple threat, which is about to be awesome. But in this episode, the latest episode, we get a hint of Ronan in yep. the episode, so, which, I, which I love. Tribal Chief. 
The tribal, the tribal, not that kind of role. No, I know you mean. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm playing into, I'm playing into it. Uh, so yeah, so at the same time, he goes up to his villainous side, which I liked. That that side of Clint was amazing. I love that. He went hardcore just for a little bit, just for a couple of minutes, just to kind just, of. Yeah, God, God. Just no, just just a glimpse, wasn't it? Just to remind everybody, like. Just a glimpse. Just not a little bit. The badass isn't. It's not completely gone. Yeah, yeah. Just because, I, just because I like, I've got my family, man. You know, I got a hearing aid. Don't, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. I ain't soft out here. You know what I'm saying? That's what you're saying, to people. Don't, 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 don't count me out yet. I mean, yeah. we're all the guys. I'm not out. I'm not done. I'm not done out here. So, so he fought Maya for a little bit as well. I, I love when the two connect. There's, there's, a, there's a chemistry I like between Clint and Maya. Uh, the girl, yeah, I, I love that stuff. I love little, little, little combat bits. And she almost got the upper hand on Clint. Because literally, <laughs> it wasn't, hey, he got distracted. And he got taken down, took his sword, and was about to, about to axe him. He was about to finish him. And Kate kind of just came in there with the, the little mini save, with the save. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, geez, Clint, Clint, oh, he's slacking. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> but at the same time, he, he was he's trying to get her on side, which I love the 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 sign language things. I love that kind of thing. It's just different, you know. I love, I love that kind of thing, just like learning new stuff. And he's obviously he doesn't know the the lip the lip reading part of it. He just knows the, the sign and stuff like that because he doesn't really he because he has a hearing aid. Um, but at the same time, I love that Maya is kind of teaching him at the same time to um kind of use the other senses that you have. Yeah. Don't rely. As I said before, I think when I was talking about it earlier on, don't always rely on that hearing aid because they ain't always going to be there. And before she stamped on it, she was like, hey, you rely too much on this on these technology, you know? So I love that. That's still going on as well. And as I said before, Kate, well, Kate was kind of um, out of it for a little bit because he kind of told her to get lost after the last episode. But then she kind of comes back, as I said before, to, um, to kind of save uh, Clint again. Um, and she's slowly going to creep back into the storyline and your lady's going to... And the thing is, this was kind of like a holdover episode. And if you think about it, it was good action yeah. and stuff. So, yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, it's kind of yes, like a holdover it, episode just to kind of, yeah. Go on, go on. It's like the end of the introduction and the beginning of the finale, isn't it? Yes. It's, it's yes. like, yeah, it's a middle episode, very much a middle episode. Yeah. It would be it would be the second film in a trilogy, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, yeah, it's like a, middle, like a middle yeah, movie in a trilogy. So, that's that's kind of there. So um, it's kind of tied slowly, creeping. In. And as you see the end of the episode, I don't know if I want to say it. I don't know if I want to say it. Careful. What happens Careful. at the end of the episode? Because Careful. yeah, don't spoilers. Yeah, spoilers. Spoil spoilers. It. I'm gonna spoil it. But it ties into something else. But it's tiny. amazing, isn't it? It's, yeah. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, this. I was, I was like, no. I was like, I was like, they ain't doing that. I was like, no, 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 no. They ain't putting. They ain't bringing it. No, 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 no. Not happening. That's happening, or yeah, for he or she. But I was, I was like, nah, nah, that, that ain't happening. They they can't do that. They yeah, even there's... do like a little image and then the episode as well. Yeah, out, yeah, yeah. Out, image of the character. I was like, yo, my boy. It's amazing. It was a bit. It was it was a nice to see the little Easter egg type thing at the end, which I love. Um, talking to uh, Kate Bishop's mom at the end, a little transaction, a little yeah, uh, conversation. That was uh, happening there in that little. Picture. It's nice though, isn't it? I, I like, I really yeah. like the parallels in Hawkeye. Like, I like the um. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of debate in the deaf community about kind of sign in versus hearing 
aids and things yes. like that and what what is right and what should be happening and whether that culture should be carried on or whether people should be using science to kind of like to improve their hearing and how that mm. might lose some of the history of this, the language of ASL or BSL whatever it is but also as well like, I found it really interesting with the Kate and Yelena like yeah. how Kate is a very privileged young woman who has chosen to put her life on the line exactly and Yelena is this woman who has had her life taken from her she's been trained to be a fighter at a very young age you know she's had her reproductive organs taken out and oh. Kate is making choices that Yelena doesn't have but they're Kate thinks they're equal and Yelena's just looking at her like, bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, hey, that scene, Helen, that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there's something about like appropriating trauma or traumatised yeah. identities that it's just really interesting about that. Like, I love that dynamic. Oh, I love it. Oh, and they also talked about the blip as well, the point of the blip. Yes, and what happened to yeah. Well, yeah, and I love that scene. Oh, that was a great, that was a great little clip. Oh man, that flashback. Give me Elena, literally, and uh, other widows talking, having like you know, what I'm saying having a kind of hard to heart a little bit between the three of them. And, and post blip, post blip yes. New York as well. Yes, <laughs> pre and post blip, and I was like, oh my god, that was tight. And I was, that was a great little tie. She just wakes up, literally, time's gone by. She, literally, her black widow friend has kids as a kid now married like yeah. <laughs> she's just like to her this was like the next day like literally nothing's like nothing's changed for her she turned around like she's just stuck in the house everything's changed around i love i love that stuff which was which was nice um but as i said before hey the next episode like it's about to it's about to get crazy if i see where this is going it's about to get crazy we're about to enter the fireworks factory aren't we and i'm here for it now <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's going to be fireworks. You know, it's going to be awesome. I love it. So, that's me uh, done talking about Hawkeye uh, for the uh, first pick. I'm going to finish off. I'm not going to be too quick on the second one because Disney Plus, Hawkeye, there we go, Disney Plus. Um, second pick right now. I literally just watched it today and I was like, should I go have second pick, second pick today? Should I just talk about Hawkeye just, to, just for a catch up? And I was like, Hey, let me just talk about Shaman King, the reboot. Oh, yeah, 2021 Netflix. Is this anime? Yes, oh yeah, Shaman King. King. I was like, oh, it's more like, like, like Shatman King. Am I right? King. And I was like, are you serious? They got Shaman King on Netflix. I was like, are you serious? I was like, oh my, would you like to explain to Helen what Shaman King is? Because, yeah, we, I'm so, yeah, me yeah, and Tara yeah, know what it is. Yeah. I have no idea. I know what it is. Yeah. I'm going to give you a quick run. I'm going to give you a quick run. So it's kind of complex, but not really complex. So it's basically this this world of shamans, you know, and uh, uh, basically it started off with uh, these two families and a group of basically twins were born and there was an evil, evil twin or destined to be evil twin that got reincarnated from how many years ago into like a child. And then there was the good one, which is going about to which basically their quest is to become the shaman king. And he's okay. supposed to basically be evil and the good. So and the episode where the character what the good one's called Yo. And he talk can talk to spirits. So that's basically the main crux of the show. He can talk to spirits, he can interact with spirits. Um, he can use spirits um as a as a certain power. He can power himself up, he can like channel their their kind of like abilities into himself. Um, and that's the kind of thing, that's the kind of abilities he has. And at the same time, 
he's trying to balance that with his um, school life because he's trying. Obviously, he's, he's a kid at the same time, but his goal is to become the shaman kid. He wants to be the ultimate channel of spirits. Okay. So this this one called him from childhood to kind of save this mythical world that he's in. So that's the kind of like main crux of the show. And this is literally the first episode that and I, and I literally couldn't remember. I was like, oh my day, Shaman King. All I remember is having a great theme tune. Back in the back in the day, it was I think back early 2000s when the original came out. Because this is a reboot. And it looks clean. I was like, oh my days, this looks amazing. The way they remastered this and rebooted, they made it look sick. But um, Netflix is on fire again. That's what I'm gonna say. Netflix is just I, I didn't know Netflix. Netflix is spending money, but spending money in the right way. That's, that's what I'd say. Because people go, hey, Netflix is spending money on all the wasting money on all these shows and properties, you know what I'm saying? And they're just rebooting stuff. But hey, they did the great original content as well, so don't get that twisted. But this Shaman King is solid. Great intro, great intro. Character, character building so far in um, episode one is, is cool right now. And yeah, so that's my little take on um, Shaman King. So just really quick, because I literally just saw it this morning. So reboot Shaman King, Netflix, boom. It's on there. It's back. Reboot. And anime people, rejoice. It's about to go down. I think, I think where Netflix have kind of got ahead of other streamers is that they seem to pick up things that either don't do well on television, but I've got a real cult following. Yes. Or things that I've done well in one country and I'm bringing it to an international audience. And I think they buy that cheaply. Yeah. And then the revenue that they get when that hits the stratosphere yeah. it, means that That's... they can afford their own content, you know, can afford to make really good content original themselves. Content, yeah. Which is really savvy. I, I, it's it's a really good way of working. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because um, Shaman King always had a great cult following, but the thing is, he swapped it, because then they just never did it again. And then Netflix is really smart, because the manga always did well. It was always a great, like, you know what I'm saying, people not bought the manga. And there's just a cash on that right now, because a lot of people are rereading the manga and stuff like that. But we yeah. Just always, you know, like, okay, let's reboot this real quick. You know what I'm saying? That's smart. Netflix have always been quick on the draw. They, they are, exactly. They are, they are, they are, they are, exactly. They make a live action version. Like Cavalry Bob. We do Bebop in January or in New Year's. Mm, Bebop. Bebop. Okay. I still to see the I need to watch it. Oh, we're going to get to Bebop in um, <laughs> New Year's yeah. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. it's an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so I have an email. Right. Hey, having oh, an email in a while. Okay, okay, so Jessica, Jessica, sorry, Jessica. David, turning impression, Jessica. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, Jessica, no, I'm from Maryland, uh, USA. Oh, um, Maryland, okay. Know, yeah, Maryland, love, love American. Uh, our listeners are always sending us emails, so this is good. Um, if you could assassinate one character from a TV show that you enjoy, like the worst character, who would it be? Well, that's assassinate. Oh, damn. Riley from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Kill Elena oh, from God. the Vampire Diaries. Oh, God, yeah, he's awful. Oh, just, just, um, just take him out. Just, just, just put a bullet in his head. Okay, mine would be Elena from the Vampire Diaries. Oh, Elena. Oh, snap. Tara's going for the neck. All right. 
Um, let's see. Uh, anyone who knows this uh, knows. If anyone seen the strain? Knows exactly I'm gonna pick. Anyone seen that show? Strain. Yeah, the strain. Have you seen the strain? I haven't. No. It's a vampire TV show, really good. It sounds like when you go oh, to the toilet, you're strained. Oh, is this the one with Ian Somerhal, Damon? Oh, say again? Oh, no, 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 that's another one. No, no, yeah, I don't know what you said. I was like, wait, no, 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 no. We were, how we were. There's a little kid. It sounds like a strain. Type in the strain. Hold on. Really good show. Hold on. The strain is not about constipating people in the toilet, no? Oh, my God. No? It's a great vampire TV show. Galimo del Toro with the novel and he helped create the show as well. So he's um, okay. He's very overrated. This show is amazing. This show is amazing. No, but he's bloody overrated though. He's the, such the little a kid. Fucker. The little kid, he has to go. The little kid in that show has to go. I was like, if he makes any more mistakes, if he gets any more annoying, I'll, I'll jump into the TV show myself. <laughs> that is that annoying. I was like, oh my, that's like the worst child ever. And I was like, oh. Yeah, he has to go. I don't see the train. He has to go. So, yeah. I'm really struggling to think of anybody, actually. Because normally I get, when I hate somebody, I get really, really angry about it. And (laughs) and now I've been asked to get angry about something. Yeah. I can't think of anyone. That's really annoying. (laughs) Really annoying. Um, No, completely gone. Probably the little, little perfectly bloody splendid kid from Horton of Blind Manor. <laughs> oh, oh, really oh, sad to hear perfectly survived it. What is it? Perfectly, perfectly splendid. Perfectly <laughs> splendid. I took the piss out of that the whole review I did for it. Yeah, ben was doing that all the time. <laughs> Get doing that perfectly splendid creepy bastards should be drowned in a world. I don't condone child violence, but Damn. they should be drowned in a hospital. Awful child acting. Annoying Oh, yeah, it was that's a what, bit. That, that's what Americans think we sound like, the twats. Yeah. Not not what? shooting Americans, but we don't sound like cockneys anymore. So you need to get on, stop doing that because it's annoying me. Anytime I hear a cockney accent in an American show, it's like we don't talk like that anymore. We're done with it. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's that's all I can think of off the top of my head. But if I think of any by next week, I will let you know. Because yeah. um, I, th- I think like most of the characters that I, I really hate end up having a redemption arc, which really pisses me off. Yeah. Marlon tried to get a redemption arc, I still wouldn't have it. I was like, no, you have to go. You <laughs> have to go, regardless. It's like when I first um, started, when, when Nathaniel first turned up on Crazy Ex Girlfriend, I would have quite happily seen him fall off a cliff, but by the end of it, I'm actually not quite like you. <laughs> oh, which is a show I'll talk about another day, actually, because if you haven't seen it, then it's definitely worth a watch. Because I can see by your blank faces that you have no idea what I'm talking about. So no. I will keep I, that yeah, I've, thing. I've seen a couple of episodes, that's about it. I haven't seen the rest. It's really good. Yeah. And it has songs. What more do you want? Um Dennis from Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Um All right. That's one of my countrymen. There we go. He wanted to know what do I have to do? What who what animal or person do I have to sacrifice for you guys to talk about Stranger Things on this podcast? Yeah. Uh, well, a literal what? a literal demogorgon, Dennis. Yes, yes. You have one. to slaughter a literal demogorgon and show us the head and then we'll talk about stranger things. Yes. 
Yeah, I'm going to watch it, Dennis. So I think we can talk about it in the new year. I'm going to just do. I'm going to down all three seasons over Christmas and just do you it. Have you have a contender, Stranger Things? Really? Have to, because that's one of the shows we've not talked about. So like, we should do that. That that would. Why don't we? Fun. We can have a chat about it when season four comes out, can't we? Yeah, when, when's it dropping, Helen? When's it dropping? I, I don't know. Actually, I'm going to look right now. Next year, at some point. Um, um. Uh, what's his name here? Okay, hold on. Malachi? Yeah, Malachi from uh, Norway. Wants to know, why is Only Fallen Horses the best British comedy? It's very overrated. Oh, hold on. Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, question again? Why is it overrated? Yes. Oh. That, that's or, why, opinion, or, why, or why do so many people like it? Yeah. Uh, he yeah, can't understand. Nice. Peep show in between us. IT crowd. Um... Much, much, much better, Mr. Bean. Much better. Why is only fools and horses so lauded? It's shit. Ooh. Yeah, it's of its time. I think. I think that's what we've got to remember. Like, it's not aged well. It's not aged well. And when it came, but when it came out, it was, was very. No it, there was no competition. It was very modern. And I think when it came out, it was like early eighties, wasn't it? Early to mid eighties, when you didn't really, you know, aside from the soaps. You didn't really see that many working class people on television, I suppose, by that point. At least in comedy, like it was all a bit, but maybe I'm making that up. But I think it was just like, maybe you saw working class people, but you didn't see working class poor people kind of scrabbling. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like known that, like in terms of like other shows like that. Yeah, um, so I think... It's a, a pioneering type of show. Yeah, so it's pioneering in that respect, you know, like people on, like people who were on the dole or fiddling the social. Yeah weren't really a thing on television. It was always like, you know. Yeah, I, love, I love Only Boys and Horses. I love it's, that show. It, it's, it, it's, it, it, it hasn't aged well, and I think it's very much of its time, and I think people, I think a lot of these things are the memories that people have attached to them as well. Mm. Like, I think some things are remembered fondly because of what they make people remember. Yeah, but we're going through the bar is still very funny to It's me. still yeah. very funny. Triggers. Triggers broom. Triggers just looking around for him. He can't find him. He's hilarious. <laughs> Brilliant. Are you gonna call it, are you gonna call the baby Rodney after Dave? I think is my favourite trigger moment. Um I never got my head. Oh god, yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was classic. You got me. Stephanie from Australia. I wanted to know in Australia we have all the uh, the uh, British co- the soaps, uh, East Enders, Coronation Street, Emmerdale, and Hollyoaks and Doctors and all that stuff. Why do you guys not talk about it on the podcast? Oh, well, because I, I... soap fans. Really. I am. Let's speak for yourself. Okay. I love a soap. We've brought a soap fan on top. Run away and hide in the corner. I mean, I, I, I watch EastEnders and Hollyoaks religiously. Those are my two. How's it going on EastEnders at the moment? What's going on on EastEnders? Has Phil, uh, has Phil decided to be an alcoholic druggie again? No, Phil is not on crack anymore, much to the disappointment. But Jan- to Janina's back at the moment, which is always fun. Yeah, I saw her. Janine. I saw Janine. <laughs> With her panty-sniffing face, that's what she has. The actress has a panty-sniffing face, which she's always... Yeah. She looks like she's sniffing cocaine all the time. And um, there's a there's a, a very bad man that I hope gets his comeuppance on Christmas Day. So Phil gets it, or Max? No, it's not Phil. No, it's not or Phil. Max is, 
Max left last Christmas. Ian Beale. Ian Beale's on is is has disappeared. Good. He's well, I hope he never comes back. Break. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. If anything exciting happens in any of those soaps, or there's any kind of watershed moments, yeah. well, do you know what? I talked about. If you're a Hollyoaks fan, I talked about Emmett Scanlon the other day, who is Brendan Brady from Hollyoaks, and that is why oh, I love him. And if you know, you know, because Brendan Brady's Brendan Brady is an absolute icon. And forever my favourite soap character. So if you want me to have a 20 minute monologue about how great Brendan Brady from Hollyoaks is, I'm your girl. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Um, also, what is your opinions on Love Island? Uh, oh, God. I don't like Love Island, but give me Married at First Sight Australia any day of the week. I think we've just had series eight in this country or nine. I can't I can't remember which one, but oh my god, what you guys, you Australians know how to make reality television. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's so good. I still so watch it. Good. I still watch it over any bloody episode of Ant and Deck or. Um, Basically anything from Channel Five. That's uh, still. It's at least inter- more interesting than that. Yeah, I'm at the game of reality shows. I don't watch reality shows in years. I'm at the game on that. I watched the reality show since. Wow, uh, one last reality show I watched. Probably like the last Big Brother. That was it. I would still watch it over any bloody uh, Big Brother show, though. I, I love I love Channel Four Big Brother. That's my yeah beautiful. Channel Four classic. When Channel Five took it over, it was awful. Brian, didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't watch I it. Yeah. Brian, if you're listening, you can fuck off, mate. I don't like you. You're just annoying. Oh, I did used to watch Celebrity Big Brother if I, anybody I like was in it, and the series with Tiffany Pollard and Gemma Collins will forever be one of my favourite ever things that has ever happened in my life. <laughs> uh, Desmond from New York wants to know. Um, when are you going to do a Pose special? Because now Pose is done and the book <gasps> finished. Would you do Pose? Leave it with me. Or is, and, and this is something that he says here, Troy seems like a homophobe because he seems a bit scared of all the butts last week. Um, oh, would he be able to handle gay wow. men or gay women? Wow. It's a good show. He's calling you out here, Troy. Wow. Desmond is calling you. No, 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 no response. I'm not dignifying that response. No. Yeah, no. Also, PS, PS, Troy hates RuPaul's Drag Race, so I'm just confirming that Troy is not a homophobe. I hate RuPaul's Drag Race. I hate that show. I have no, to be honest, I've never seen it. I just, I just don't like To be it. honest, that doesn't make you a homophobe. I think he's just doing it as a joke. There's a smiley face at the end. We've I know, been... he's just trolling. He's trolling. I know he's trolling. <laughs> I know, I know he's trolling. If... But yeah. No. If everybody wants uh, a breakdown, if everybody, so everybody, that one person who I'm taking as a representation of our listenership wants to talk about, wants somebody to talk about pause, I'm quite happy to talk about pause on a future episode. Hey, Helen's got you guys. We're going to do a special. I got you. I got you. Troy, you can watch pause all three seasons on our BBC iPlayer. We're going to do it early next year. Yeah, I'll I'll probably end up talking about that on my New Year special because that was definitely my highlight of the year. Pause. We will do season three, but I would like to do a special next year. Tara and Troy, three seasons. Go watch Pose. It's a good show. It's amazing. Beautiful. Pose. Okay, okay. Because it deserves a special. It's finished. It's not coming back. 
we need to do a special one, Pose. And just... How I cried my bloody eyes out at the end of it for about uh, at least three hours after. You know what that is when, when you see the special. I'm doing Pose, Vogue. Come on, everyone yeah. knows that bit. Come on, Vogue. Strike a pose. Vogue. Everyone knows that. Vogue. <laughs> I don't have to know that. I don't have to know that. It's a great uh, show. Well, Madonna uh, stole Voguing from the ballrooms. The ballrooms yeah. didn't steal it from Madonna, put it that way. <laughs> but it's a good show. And um, up three seasons. Up. It's, I'm watching it's the show. Is it good? You set me up. Is it good? Uh, it's a, no, it's a great show. You, anyone can watch that show and fall in love with the characters. It's just really effective and it's funny. And I said about it like it's a sin was really dark and not fun. Like at least Pose had fun with what the same story type of AIDS and HIV. There's a lot of hope. It's a sin. They they cut that shit out. They were like, no, you're dead. You're going to die. Dead, 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 dead. And it was um, horrible. It was, it was hard. It's a sin. But probably it was more acted. I love the bit with Creedy Horrors at the end. with them. What a great acting bit at the moment. At the end. Like, that's some great shit. But, like, uh, Pose has a bit of fun with it as well. And it's just better. Oh, I'm thinking about the last episode now. Can't oh, I'm going to cry too. Oh. Yeah. Go get some tissues, you two. Who's going to Get it done. Get it watched. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> that is all the emails. Thank you to all the emails. I've been collecting them. I've got emails, guys. Those are good awesome. emails. Hold on. No, hold on. Alexandra from Glasgow wants to know. This is a Helen question. This is what I promised you last week. Helen. Yeah. Why would you? It's time to tell the the uh, British people and the rest of the world something that Scottish people have known for decades and centuries. Why is Scotland much better than England? <laughs> and why should England be taking their, their orders from the Scottish Prime Minister and not Boris, fuck your mum, Johnson? We're just better. We're just better at everything, really. Um, we're better at making stuff. You know, all the biggest imports into the UK come from Scotland. So the biggest industries in the UK are whiskey and tourism. And both of those are really, really, really centred mostly in Scotland. And we know how to look after people. Uh, better education system, better healthcare system. Um, what else do we do better? Pretty much everything, actually. Yeah. And not wearing pants. What? Yeah. Kilts. Yeah, kilts. Uh, in all seriousness, got... in all seriousness, they do know how to run a country, and you know it seems to be a lot better quality of life for people up there. Nicholas Sturgeon does seem doesn't seem like a nightmare child compared to Boris Johnson. No, she's her. Nicholas Sturgeon's actually qualified for the job and knows what she's doing. So, how many WWF WWE World Champions have we got? Zero. How many have Scotland got? One. So that is again better that... than England. You is know. that Rowdy Roddy Piper? Yeah, no, that's Drew McIntyre from Scotland, yeah, actually. Recently, won it a couple of years oh, ago. Oh, did he? Yeah, Scotland goes from Air Scotland. Air Scotland. Oh, McIntyre. All and of my. Did, I love him because he went, I'm not from Britain, I'm from Scotland. I was like, you, you do that because England, like, the English did what we did with Randy Murray one. It's like, yeah, England. It's like, no, he's Scottish. It's like, okay. We try to attach ourselves to Drew McIntyre. It's like, no, he's not. 
English, he's Scottish, and he should be proud to be Scottish. Yeah. We make good music as well, and we make good art, and we, yeah. But then bagpipes. Yeah, not just bagpipes, you know. It's just... She's not defending bagpipes, she just says it's awesome, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> bagpipes <laughs> are, like, if you're around a bagpipe, and you're in a, like, a little, um, little mood that's a little bit kind of reminiscent, and, yeah, a bagpipe can bring you to tears, for sure. And not tears of pain before anybody starts. So, can you give the vicious rumor that Scottish bagpipes are full of dying cats as they get squashed as you make a sound out of them? Mm, yes, that is not true. What it is is it's basically um, you fill up the bag with air and you use that air to play the the chanter, which is the bit with the notes on it. Also, another have... question. Go on. Okay, can Scottish people drink English people under the table any day of the week? Yes. Um, probably, yeah. Well, I don't drink anymore, but when I did drink, yes, I could quite um, easily drink lots of people under the table. But um, the day I gave up drink was when I tried to out-drink an Australian, which is what you should never try to do. English yeah, people are pussies. <laughs> yeah. This is what we've heard today. This is don't the name let... of this podcast. Yeah. English people are pussies. Look, there we go. England has got its plus points. It's been my home for longer than Scotland ever was, but I would still swear that Scotland was probably got more right and you know if you want to write in and tell me that's wrong that's fine but I just won't listen to it but um Scotland are good at lots of things basically and whatever you say now England has got minus billion zero points for Boris Johnson and the fucking Queen that's what well look at yeah look at the clown we elected in 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 England we didn't even elect him in they picked him bastards and Scotland are just like no we're not having the Tories here we don't do that bye and we're like, yeah, let's get the worst Tory that's ever existed and make him the Prime Minister. Yay! <laughs> Welcome to Hell Island. Still, I think Donald Trump would be a, is a better president than Boris Johnson was ever Prime Minister. I've said it now. Yeah, anyway. Johnson is a clown. Yeah, but... He looks like a clown. Boris Johnson's at the bottom. Oh bottom, bottom, bottom. I'm talking about he's under Jimmy Savile. That's how that he's dirt. Okay, let's not talk about Boris Johnson. I don't want to think about anything being under Jimmy Savile. If he drops dead tomorrow, I'm going to have a national holiday. It's always like, yes, he's dead. Yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So we're going to end this podcast here. So next next week is going to be a Christmas special where we go through Christmas specials. Woohoo. Hey. Wow. We did so much last year. We're fucked for this year. I can't think of any. I'm going to have to scramble. I'll have to look at what you guys did last year to make sure I don't double up. Mrs. Brown's boys. I'm gonna to have to go there, and I hate Mrs. Brown's boys. I don't want to. Oh do... my gosh, you made Mrs. Brown okay. I'm gonna to have to go for comedy Christmas specials. I think to survive. <laughs> I got, I got, I got a crazy one. So you got to prepare for that. I got a I one. misfits last year. I don't know if I, I can't go back to that well. Yeah, I've I've got a bit of a curveball, I think. Yes, hey Helen, I've got you got a curveball. I've got a curveball too. I've I've got balls. That didn't come out. Oh, we need to be this podcast to end. We're at the hour and a half mark, and I think that 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 is good enough for today. So it's goodbye for me. Oh, hold on, hold hold on. So we have a Facebook group that. Oh, don't you stop! Don't you stop then? Talk your talk. Facebook, it will turn up. 
there's a link down below. Territory, where they can, where can they find you on the uh, YouTube's? My channel below, Chloe's channel, and uh, yeah, tune in for more about Asian men and men titties. Oh, and the horse ass. Maybe she can incorporate it to her ass. It's the English with the UK's ass. Oh, okay. So you're going to see me? Legend of Old, Legend of Old 101. YouTube. There you go. Pop culture, reviews, reactions, all that good stuff. Also, you finally confirmed that Nemo is the best Nightwish song. It's, it's the, biggest, the only good one. The only good song they've ever done. So well done. No, 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 well, no, no, well no, done. No, no, you no, finally, no. you can retire from no, that which recording. I said the biggest song on your YouTube channel. Even me. No. Well done. No. And Helen's too cool for YouTube, so there we go. I'm not too cool for YouTube. I'm too old for YouTube. There's a big difference. No, but think. she has won awards at my workplace, so she's much cooler than us. So well done. Thank you for hanging out with us each week, Helen. We appreciate oh, it. Oh, thank you. Yes, I did win an award a few years ago. Yeah, and two years ago, but you know, I'm an award winner. Right, lovely. All right, take care, everyone. So we'll be uh, goodbye for me. Goodbye for me. Me. Bye. I'll be back to wish you a Merry Christmas next week, bitches. Bye.